Welcome back to the second episode of the Futurista podcast, career advice for Gen Z girls. If you haven't tuned in already, here's a little bit about us. We're on a mission to inspire the next generation and help teens discover their dream careers. We do this through the stories and mentorship of today's role models. I'm Lucy, joined by Lauren. Hi. And we're excited to be your hosts today. Every episode will be hosted by Futurista team members representing both millennials, that's me, and Gen Z. That's me. Today we're talking with Sabella Garcia-Cuesta. She's worked with startups all over the world and is now venturing on her own. She's starting a new business and is diving into her art. Her story is all about curiosity and creativity and going after dreams when the timing feels right. Sabella's story reminds us to follow our passions and inspiration with no regrets. Let's get to it. Hi guys, my name is Sabella and I quit my job last Friday, so this is very exciting. So I would define myself as a full-time artist and entrepreneur because I'm launching my own business in one month time and I'm already working on my art, selling it and um, working with my art in different projects. So this is, this is what I am right now, yeah. So it's been a long process. I am in my full-time job. I've been working together with the startups for, for a long time. And you can always see that, you know, they are happy because they start businesses that are on their own and they take care of them. And this is what makes me actually happy now to have my own baby, my own project that I'm going to take care of. Um, yeah, it's just exciting to have your own thing. A big part of being your own boss is having your own schedule. Sabella shared with us how she handles this new freedom. So yeah, I'm a lucky person. I live in a big community where I co-live in with 10 people and I'm living also with entrepreneurs. So it's, it's pretty, pretty fun because I'm not alone. And my day would start my own way. So sometimes you're feeling you have a lot of energy and you kind of start working straight away on the computer. And other days you wake up even earlier, you go for a run or you do some yoga and then you start working a little bit later it's a it's freedom this is my my routine is freedom so i'm not doing something right now because i have to i have my to-do list for the whole day but i am the one who's saying when and how to use my energy levels to do what i want to do and this is awesome sabella is a creative not only in art but also in business so we were curious where she drew inspiration from I've been working now like around five years with the startup founders and every day you talk to them, you get kind of these entrepreneurship juices. And this is the, this was the point, like it's been already like since half a year, the point arrived where I said, oh my God, I want to be like them. You know, I also want to have this, this ups and downs and being like, oh, okay, I, I like drama. I'm a Latino uh, queen, so I guess some people really like stability, but I get really excited when things go really well and when things go really bad. We need to find solutions. I'm a creative. So I think those, all these entrepreneurs I've met in the past are my source of inspiration today. So often our career dreams change and evolve as we grow older. We wanted to know what Sabella's journey of her dreams looked like. 
I remember when I was very little, I wanted to be, I wanted to have my own bakery. So I was already an entrepreneur unconsciously because I didn't want to work for one bakery. I want to have my own bakery. Uh, fun fact, I can't bake. I'm the worst baker in the world. <laughs> but I knew I wanted to do something with my hands and, you know, just create something. And afterwards, I guess I was just really good at studying. So I, my parents wanted me to become either a doctor or a dentist. Um, I became a translator and, uh, and then I went through also run events and marketing and then ended up working just with the startup. So I've been through every kind of phase and now doing my own thing, of course. So I'm back to the bakery. <laughs> Serendipity is often described as a happy accident. Sabella told us that sometimes the most life-changing moments are really just that, happy accidents. To be honest, I never worked doing anything related to translation, which is my BA. And I was just doing little jobs that took me to other jobs that took me to other jobs. And I think this serendipity of meeting people that meet, like introduce you to other people and then you see many different things, that's what actually helped me to be where I am today. So I wouldn't say it's been just one thing, but if I think back, everything is kind of un like unchained and connected. For example, I worked for a uh, digital startup. They had an app and, and after the startup disappeared, I decided I wanted to learn how to build apps. So I contacted all the agencies that were building apps and I said, I want to learn how you guys build apps. And I got a job. So <laughs> I think being curious takes you places. What is it like to currently be rediscovering your passions to kind of be moving on from like focusing on money and more focusing on what you love doing? Exciting. It's really exciting, but I think I, um, I am ready now for that. So I don't think I would have been ready before. I tried before. I started a little magazine and I ran a crowdfunding campaign. So already in the past, I knew I wanted to do something on my own, but yeah, I, I'm not gonna say it was a fail, but I was not ready. So I, I put all my passion into it and I, I raised some funds, but then, but then it was just like not, I lost the passion, I got offered a good job and I took it. And now that I see everything I've done before, now I feel I am ready and I trust, I trust whatever that is gonna happen and I know I've got my networking that they are gonna hold my back. So it's security, it's, um, it's just there. Can you kind of describe a little bit more what is it like to feel ready? Like, what is it like to know it is time to like go my own way in a sense? I guess some people take more time or less time. I think for me it was the point of, okay, I've got the network, now I've got the skills, I've got the money now I'm gonna go for it and if it doesn't work then it won't work and I think the most important is not being scared. Sabella is a nomad. She's lived in Spain, the UK, China and Germany. Moving around seems chaotic but she enjoys the drama. I lived, I come from Spain, I studied in London, I did my first internship in China and then I ended up in Germany 
just because, oh my God, this is horrible. It's because of love. There are many reasons why you end up in a foreign country. It can be uh, work-related or love-related. And in my case, it was kind of, yeah, it was love. Oh my gosh, we love that. What about before love brought you to Germany? So what made me probably just move paths from one to another, I think I've got many, many things that trigger changes. And for example, there was one where I I was at the very beginning in London and I had a marketing job in an awesome place, just deciding on building events and doing cool strategies. And somehow something happened to my life privately and I changed everything from one day to another and I flew to China in two weeks. I left my room in London, I quit my job and I was in Beijing doing something totally different, working for a carbon credit uh, startup. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I stayed there for three months and that changed everything. I never came back to London. Then I went directly to Germany and I was like, wow, I saw another industry in another country. And so I guess having international experience and in different areas, that is also life-changing because you meet many people, you get to know the values in other countries and that helps a lot to see things differently. It's funny, I come from Madrid for a, from a little neighborhood. All my friends never left the country where I had been already in yeah, London and China and they thought I was crazy and they're super traditional and, and still I did it and I don't regret it and then I met finally people like me, I met my tribe and it really helps you to be so open and just understand every culture and the way other people work and, and not even if you go, you don't even need to go for internships to other countries, but just learn from them. The first large step to achieving your career goals is attending college. In the United States, students are frequently told to apply to top schools, have a set pre-professional major, and plan their life at age 18. Sabella offered her thoughts on how to navigate these pressures. So I've been, uh, I went to the, to the worst university in London. <laughs> it was really the worst, but I just wanted to I wanted to just study abroad and I even didn't check which universities were there. I didn't care. I just wanted to study abroad and and that was only my case. But I also understand that some ambitious people, they want to study in the top ones because then they want to get a top salary. And that is also a thing that you need to see what are your values in your life. Do you really want a top salary? You want to really do this and have this kind of lifestyle uh, or you're fine you know having maybe earning less and doing other things that make you happier probably it's too early to really know which are your values at the time you are forced to apply for college um, I don't know how it's in the in the states in Spain you need to go exactly when you turn 18 you go straight away to college I know many people take a gap year or or longer time, I think that's super clever as well, because then you really understand what you actually want. It's really hard when you are when you are forced to choose way too early to do something. Especially me, also I had the same problem, like jumping from one area to each other. So I guess the only the only advice I could give is to try the most things they they feel like they could like 
and it's not right or wrong. I think only people like highly skilled in terms of I want to be a doctor or engineer, those they really need to study and go through. And even though once they're finished, they can also become bakers. It's, it's okay. So many people have this stress of, oh my God, now I'm a doctor, but I don't feel like anymore. And what? sorry, so what? You learned a lot, well done. Um, now you can do something else. So I think that's my biggest tip. You can change as many times as you want. And there's nothing that is gonna mark you forever, something that you need and must do. Tomorrow you are a baker, the next day you're a painter, and maybe tomorrow you are, I don't know, selling things in a supermarket, who cares? There is a huge corporate culture in the United States. Oftentimes, teens who want to pursue creative passions freely are told it is unstable and they should find a real job. Sabella has an interesting take on this. While freelancing is an excellent option, stability is not a bad first step. Um, I never considered though also to be freelance from the beginning because I did not know what to offer from the beginning. Um, so I totally consider being a freelance now because I'm say, I'm, I'm, I know what I can offer. Um, so I'm not against people being freelance from the beginning. However, I really understand they need a little bit of practice and they need to learn what they can offer later. Um, so I don't see it wrong actually that people start with jobs working for somebody, not even big corporates, but smaller places, agencies, and then learn, learn, learn. And then the same as me, whenever they're ready, they will be ready to freelance. Starting as a freelance from, from the beginning might be very challenging. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves, especially around like every choice, choice seems so heavy and big and final when you can change your mind and your major and your career path, mm -hmm. always. People are really scared of change and change is good. And imagine, because we only have this one life, right? So do I really want to, not waste it, but do I want to be this unhappy for such a long time? Like the faster that I find something that is enjoyable and I am happy with it, and I actually can also make money with it, then it's, it's great. And also you can't make money at the moment with what you really, really like doing. Just start doing it on the side. Right, just it was how I started painting again. Like I was just in my free time, just painting, and people saw it and people liked it. And at one point, I realized people wanted to buy them. And then I get invited to uh, to galleries, and then I get invited to get an interview and portray me as an artist. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's the time. Maybe it's, I did it good enough because I had the passion, and and it doesn't matter what I did on the side. And that when that's when I'm wrapping up with what I said at the beginning. I'm not scared of working again in a bar or in a cafe. And and then as long as I'm doing also something I like on the side. And by the way, I love doing coffee. So it wouldn't be even a problem. I'm talking to people, so it's good. What is some of the best advice you've ever received? And what advice would you recommend girls steer clear of? So the best comes from my father, actually. And he was, uh, he always told me, if you have a job and you don't learn anything new, you need to move on. And this has been quasi my motto always. Like when I was stuck, 
And I was like, well, but it's a great job. Like I get good money and you know, it's easy. Then it was like this, this red flag coming like, meh, meh, okay, good job, easy. No, move on. Look for something else where you can learn. Bad advice is the one coming from exactly the opposite, in the opposite direction. These people that tell you like, no, 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 just stay there. It's good, you get well paid. Come on, are you crazy? You wanna leave that great opportunity? It's like, yeah, sure, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna leave this opportunity because there's something cooler waiting for me over there. I know, I think that's, that's it. Like, really, everything has a solution. Everything, everything will go well. Um, something very important, you need to want things. What would you say is the top strength of female leaders and entrepreneurs? That's, that's a good one. I think we as women, we have really good soft skills. Like naturally, we're really good at socializing and networking. And we are just, I think we are good leaders because we have high levels of empathy. This is many, many men are lacking a lot of empathy and they're in really uh, yeah, leadership positions that you're like, hey man, really? Like, I can't believe it. So um, this is something that we have already. Hey, points for us. <laughs> we need good. What is one global issue you hope to help solve or are passionate about? That I've got the answer. Mental health. Here, if we are healthy there, it's all okay. And so, sorry, we need less stressful lifestyles. We need to speak more about burnouts and and how are we feeling with you know with our mind and everything that is happening. So yeah, I love that topic. Hundred percent passionate about it. I had I almost or I had a burnout. Like I was doing things too perfectly, and I kind of mixed together my private life and my work life. And I wanted to do things for my bosses and for the bosses of my bosses. And I, and I took too much responsibility on my shoulders that I shouldn't have taken. Uh, and so one day I tried to wake up and I was in my mattress saying, you know what, I don't want to go to work. And I thought about work, which was fun for me. I loved my, my work. And I started crying and I was like, okay, maybe this is not good. So I went to the doctor and they gave me two weeks off. And after that time, I was like, okay, like, you know, I came back with a big smile and I had to wait to quit my job two weeks after because I realized they had different values and I was doing something that was not truly making me happy. But yeah, it's, a, it's okay. And then I, you know, I discovered something else and it's, it's just all good. I just think we just need to, to talk more about it. Uh, when, I, when I had it and when I come, came back to work, um, I had three bosses and three of them were men. And I came back after the two weeks and, you know, I'm fine talking about it. Hey guys, yeah, I think I, it was too much, you know, um, let's find a way where I feel better and I have less, not less responsibilities, but I, like, let's figure out a more balanced way to work this out together. And instead of having them coming back to me and asking me what we could change, someone or well three the three of them literally just came like oh welcome back i hope you're good now okay well it's not that i had you know fever and i was in bed for two weeks i yeah, I, would, I had something wrong in my mind you know guys this is not the way we're gonna solve things um 
So yeah, that's why I didn't like, and maybe it comes back also to empathy and leadership, what I mentioned before. So I could imagine myself, I first of all, I would have noticed before if someone in my team is having a bad time or if they are struggling. And I would definitely always open the room to talk about this. Hey guys, if you are feeling overwhelmed, um, I don't know, just bad because you have some private stuff going on at home or you think you're getting a lot of pressure from us, just let's have always this door open for discussion. I think this is um, how I would like to have my company, own company in the future as well. Mm -hmm. Always open doors to talk about issues. Finding the balance between creativity and practicality can be difficult. We were curious how Sabella blends the two together. So creativity is everywhere, I guess, like from the way you communicate with your colleagues to the way you you solve problems or how you feel yourself. So, I mean, I am an artist, like creativity is really every, everywhere. So you can be creative from organizing a meeting to talking to somebody to coming up with a great strategy for your next campaign. So it's, I think creativity is really everywhere around. We've said it before, you are what you repeatedly do. So we were curious what habits and rituals serve Sabella the most as an adult now. I'm not an adult, I'm a big kid. <laughs> so this is funny, the more I, I grow, the more kid I become and it's so much fun. Like really, I, I is this me that you might think I'm older? I'm not older, I'm just, I'm a little teenager inside a 30 years old body, really. <laughs> so probably that's one of the best things I've learned, like not to take things too serious. I'm still, you know, I am still playing around. I feel the same or even better as before, just because I'm the same kid inside. So I'm a creative mess. I don't have many habits. I, my days all mess up, but I enjoy so much going for a walk. I love walking and walking is meditation and that frees my mind and then I can do things much better. I, I just go 30 minutes and this habit of walking is it's so sometimes the best things come while walking. It's great. I recommend highly. Finally, we asked Sabella to send a message to her younger self. I took many decisions that were very crazy, stupid and silly, but everyone has the right to make those mistakes. So no, just do it and do your mistakes and it'll be fun. Because if you don't do them, then what? Like, no, you need to do them yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably did too many crazy stuff, but here I am now. So hey, do your stuff, make your mistakes, it'll be fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to our second episode. We so appreciate your support. You can find us on all social channels and YouTube at Be Futurista. Keep tuning in, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and stay tuned. We'll be sharing more stories of exciting and inspiring role models very soon.